This is exactly right. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Perfectly clear when you're a guest in my home. You gotta come to me empty-handed. I said no gifts. Your presence is presence enough, and I already had too much stuff. So how do you dare disobey me? Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. I'm barely in the mood. I've been awake since 3 a.m. Uh, I hope I haven't overcorrected with caffeine, but that's all I could do at this point. I ate way too much lunch. I'm just doing everything in my power to be here for you today. The dog kept me up. That's fine. The dog on occasion makes mistakes. Let's get into the podcast. I love the guest Absolutely love Roz Hernandez. Roz, welcome to I Said No Gifts. <laughs> Hi. I don't know why. <laughs> you're not in a, you're not in the mood? I'm so tired. I feel like I'm hallucinating. That's okay. The dog woke me up at 3 a.m. Why? Well, my sister and her family have been in town and they stayed with me last night. Okay. My sister, her husband, and their two little girls. And wow. I think the dog was just so excited uh-huh. about having other people in the house that she decided to just punish me for seven hours. Wow. And so I did lie down around noon for half an hour and just closed my eyes, woke up disoriented, went and got too much lunch, halfway through my second cold brew. And this is kind of how it's manifesting itself. Okay. Well, I'm okay with it. What's going on in your day? Um, I went to a car wash today. Um, how often are you going to a car wash? As much as I can. <laughs> I try to go like once a month. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, sometimes more. I have an option. I have a covered parking option where I live, but I I like to be amongst the other cars Burbank, where I live. <laughs> I want to I don't want people to think I'm like, "Oh, I got this exclusive." Like I want to I want to park with everyone else. Right, right. So, I usually park on the street. And then my car gets really dirty because of that. Okay, that makes sense. And it's like usually trees just dropping garbage trees on the Trees just doing their thing. So you're going out to the car. Do you have a favorite car wash? 
Yes. Um, Hollywood stars car wash. Ooh, where's this? Well, it's just the thing that us Hollywood stars go to. Uh, it's called Hollywood Stars Car Wash. It's on Magnolia Boulevard. Okay. Shout out to them. Um, they have headshots on the wall. Is this the kind of like mid-century looking car wash? Yeah, I think a little. Uh, well, there's that one that's in, it's like uh, on Riverside or something that's very that's mid-century looking. That's the one I'm looking. thinking of. It's not that one. Okay, this is a worse one you're describing. Now, this is just where the Hollywood stars go. And you were you had mentioned before we started recording. There's a headshot of Leah Remini there. I believe so. Unless I was seeing things, I don't. I think it was Leah Remini I saw in there. And it's her headshot. Why don't they take a picture of the person with their car, the celebrity with their car? Right. I know. How does that work? Do they just like ask later? <laughs> right. Like, so we noticed you were here. Can you? Bring a headshot next time. Right. I don't understand how the logistics of that unless she just has a bunch like in the back seat that they're clearing out or something. Right. But there's always a few people in those situations where you're like, I don't think this one they asked for. <laughs> like, I think somebody offered like, oh, I have one. Oh, yeah, of course. See, like, I paid for a package of multiple looks, you know. <laughs> I spent $400 on these. So... Let me give you one for your wall because there's always a couple like that. Oh, of course. It's almost like, I would say it's like 60-40, basically. 40% of them are like, these are people that were begging to be hung on the walls. Yes, and I my, that's my biggest fear is I'm offering a headshot to them and they're like, mm, we, uh, we ran out of room. <laughs> like, that would suck. I think you and I should do it. We should get some headshots printed up, framed. It's it, worth a shot. It's absolutely. And I feel like a lot of uh, these, like, car washes or dry cleaners like it's just a person that's there that like me that barely know like if I were running one of these I wouldn't know that many celebrities I could be oh, easily bamboozled you bring, show up with a headshot I would hang one oh I know I've had I've had a a number of moments See, I, I always talk about this, but I'm not very good with celebrities. Like, I am a bit. I'm terrible. I'm not good with, like, recent ones. Like, when I was a kid, I was way more aware. There was also less places to look for celebrities. Right. You had cable, and, you know, that was it. Yes. Like, there wasn't, like, a billion different things. So I've had a lot of scenarios where I'm at a social function, and I'm talking to someone, and I find out that they're, like, really famous. And <laughs> That's a good thing, though. You're out there making sure everybody's ego is in check. I guess I feel like I probably I apologize to podcast listeners and to all my fans that tune into all of my appearances. I believe <laughs> I talked about this on another podcast, but it really did happen to me one time where I was talking to someone and they were saying uh, they were going to the Golden Globes and and I was like, oh, stop! Like, how did you like? Now, how does that work? Like, how do you get like a ticket? Like, how do you go? And then I found out like, oh, they're nominated for like best actor or like whatever. Did you did you ever find out who they their name or anything? I did, and of course I don't remember. <laughs> Unless your headshot's a Hollywood star's car wash, <laughs> Magnolia Boulevard. I don't see ya. It was Alec Baldwin. <laughs> it might have been. I don't know. I think Alec would have attacked you if he hadn't been recognized. Oh no. <laughs> God, that's a scary thought. So you're taking I I love the car wash, and I think I've been I mean, I don't go that often. I, I'm a bit of a hypocrite. I go probably every four months, if that. But the experience is such a... Do you do the one where they kind of drag you through? You're se seated in the car? No. Oh. Those are fun. I just can never... like. Then you're expected to dry it off yourself. And I can never do it... Or I don't have a towel with me. Right. You go through the thing that's like the blow dryer. It doesn't do what you need it to do. It does 10% of the work. Yeah. For me, I get out of there. I vacuum the car. 
And then I go out on the road and just try to drive as quickly as possible, hoping that the air will kind of blow the water off. It doesn't work. Uh, I mean, it doesn't at all. My car is just perpetually dirty. I know. Uh, but I do like the little experience of being dragged through the things whipping your car. Except yeah, that is fun. When you have to get your tire into the little rail. It's hard. Awful. Yeah. Every time I'm like, this is the time the tire explodes. I know. Okay, so, so far today... So I went to the car. car I went to um, Hollywood Stars Car Wash. I hope that is what it's called. I think it's what it's called. I don't know because you know I get confused all the Hollywood Star places I end up. Um, I did that, and I talked to my friend Johnny on the phone. Uh, I'm a phone talker. You're a big. I'm trying to become a better phone talker. Really, I'm kind of on the record of being like, I love a surprise phone call, and that I'm extremely hard to get a hold of. Uh, I. Uh, but once I'm on the call. Five minutes in, I kind of break. I'm like, I'm enjoying this. Well, don't give me your number because I'll blow you up. I love phone calls. It's actually a problem for me. It really started during the pandemic. Oh, of course. I was just on the phone all day long. <laughs> and I just, I, it's like a, a part of me now. How, how many calls a day are you making? It's more about the time. Like how oh, I probably spent... Um, I'm not working much right now. Sure. So you're getting on the phone and chatting. Yeah, so I just talk to people that are also, like, not busy d- during the day. And do you call with any sort of topic on the mind? Or is it just like, hey, what's going on? And then you just let it flow Sometimes from there. Sometimes I have a story, like, oh, I got something good. I got a call, so-and-so. Right. But, yeah, usually not. Like, I, I have a good roster of people that I can just call and see what's going on. And, and then how long do you end up on the phone for? A couple hours. With one person? Sometimes. That's incredible I, to me. I can't drive in silence. So I usually, if I'm driving, I'm on the phone. Not listening to music? No, I don't listen to music when I drive. I listen to podcasts or I talk on the phone, which to me is like podcasts that aren't recorded. Like right. it's, it's the same thing. It's your own I little private podcasts. podcast. Yeah, I, I call my mom. She's always babysitting my nieces and nephews. And so there's like babies crawling on her. Uh-huh. <laughs> But I talk to her. Like I talk, I've got a, I've got people. No, yeah. I, I like I've the idea of that as your own little podcast. I wouldn't mind like having a booker for my phone calls. Somebody who right. just lets me know this person will be. I guess that's just an assistant. Then the joy is gone. Never mind. I'm taking yeah. that out of this. I mean, I I don't want to do that. But uh, okay, so you've you've had a nice day so far. Yeah, not too bad. Um, then I'm gonna go drop off some boxes at a friend's house because she's getting her carpet cleaned in her apartment and she needs to put everything in a box to get out of the way. (laughs) And I have a bunch of boxes. Mm -hmm. Um, Why do you have so many boxes? I have a lot of boxes because I moved at some point during the pandemic and then the place I moved to only has um, like recycling bins and we have Mm. like multiple people that live there and so I can't put all these damn boxes in there. So I have all these boxes that are just like hanging out. And I'm, she's like, oh, I'll I'll give them back to you. And I'm like, that's not what this is. This is you, they're your problem now. So I'm giving her the boxes. Okay. And then, yeah, I think that's like pretty much my day. Oh, I have to watch um, The Bachelor for the first time for a podcast. Um, Have you, what's your general feeling on The Bachelor TV series? You know, I was more of a rock of love. 
Oh, sure, sure. That's more my pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never <laughs> seen The Bachelor. I don't know anything about it. People love it. I watched that gay one a couple of years ago. There that was- wasn't The Bachelor. Oh. It was gay men all fighting over one gay man, even though they're all gay men in a house <laughs> together, but they're all supposed <laughs> to be focused on one gay man. Good luck. So I watched that. I don't remember what it was called. Was that, But it was kind of Prince like... Prince Charming. It was called... I think it was called Finding Prince Charming. <laughs> Maybe. Fact check. <laughs> Annalise, do you have any idea? This doesn't sound remotely familiar Yeah, to right me. on the money. Finding Prince Charming. Finding what about Prince Hollywood stars car wash? Is that a real thing? <laughs> and is there anything I can get out of mentioning them on this podcast? Oh, that is real. Okay. I Perfect. think that they're going to contact you for a headshot. I hope so. After this. And maybe like a month of free washes or something. Oh, that would be nice. Do you have a punch card for the car wash? I don't. You got to get one. I know. And I spend like 15 whole dollars every time I go. That could be a savings of $15 a year. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, God, I'm sorry. I feel like we're just like talking about nothing, but it's fine. We've never met each other. We're getting to know each no, other. I'm happy with this. I'm, I like the little details. I like this sort of thing. You have nieces and nephews. I do, yeah. Uh, do you have a good time with them or is it like, leave me alone? I don't really see them that much. Okay. They live in Michigan. Are you from Michigan? I'm from Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Moved here in 2008. <laughs> do you consider yourself a Californian now? Yeah. Okay. Unless like something comes up that is like, we're casting people from Michigan. Then I'm like, that's me. You know, like, <laughs> I've never, <laughs> never happened, but it would be. But for the most part, no, I'm just like, this is here. This is where I'm at. Do you go back to Michigan at all? Um, uh, you know, a funeral here and there. Yeah, sure, sure. A wedding. Mm-hmm. I went during the pandemic to get my dog. So I have this dog. He's very sweet, very cute. Um, I got really busy a couple of years ago. Gave him to my parents. They were like, Ugh, we're really busy. We're trying to retire, whatever. I gave it to him. Then the pandemic happened. I couldn't have a dog at my place, but I got this new place. They, I could have a dog. Right. So I drove from California to Michigan by myself. Oh my God. Got the dog. My parents did not want to get rid of him at this point. Uh-huh. And now he lives with me. Was it a fight to get him from your parents? A little bit. Yeah, I thought I was actually like halfway across the country thinking, I don't know if they're going to let me <laughs> get this dog back. How did you convince them? I mean, other than the fact that you own the Guilt dog. and like, you know, stuff like, don't you want to travel? <laughs> like, you guys want to do things. Like, you're getting older. Like, you don't want this right. dog. So now I have this, he's fi- he's going to be 15 in November. <gasps> uh, we, you know, I adopted him when he was three, okay. 12 years ago. So uh, they say he was three. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so we have this little elderly Pomeranian. <laughs> oh, that's, what's his name? Rocky. <laughs> Yeah, he's what? cute. And then you had to drive all the way back across the country with the dog. Yes, I did. That's got to be three days of driving. Yeah, it is. And it's also terrifying. Like, I don't know. But, but this was, again, like also very pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like, not you couldn't do much. It was unfortunate. There's a lot of places I want to go to. Right. Couldn't really do anything. And it was kind of that, I imagine, maybe the period when even like uh, rest stop bathrooms were closed down. Is that true? I want to say yes. That seems 
so eerie and horrifying. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But we went to like the Grand Canyon together. You know, I was okay. like, he's not going to come back across the country. Right. I wanted him <laughs> to see those that kind of stuff. So we did that. We went to Las Vegas, which was also a nightmare, <laughs> believe it or not. And uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, you showed up today. I was excited to have you here. I really was. Was Were thrilled. you? I was you thrilled to have started you. Started this by saying you weren't in the mood for this. <laughs> I wasn't. I was in the mood to see you. Okay. Mood to chat with you. Just not in the mood to be conscious. Okay. If that makes any sense. So are you conscious right now? Barely. Absolutely okay. barely. But I, I, I of course adore Roz. I think Roz is funny. We have a mutual friend in Lizzie Cooperman. Yes. I actually Shout de- out. declined her phone call. Just half an hour ago, I oh, thought. Oh, she's a phone caller, too. Oh, yeah, she's a phone caller. But uh, I thought this is going to be such a nice time. We'll chat. We'll move on with our days. Everything will be fine. So I was a little surprised because the podcast is called I Said No Gifts. And That's right. you uh, kind of come strutting up into my backyard, uh-huh. holding what is obviously a gift for me. <sighs> yeah, I. Uh, that is true. Uh, well, I... I'm a little okay. Now I can't be the first person to call this out, but you say you don't want gifts, but then people always bring you gifts. Something's going on there. <laughs> and I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. I don't want to be pushing any of this kind of stuff. I'm just sure it's interesting to me that Things you end up quite getting adding gifts. up for you. It's just you know curious. I well, I I don't see any sort of pattern. I don't know uh, what you're hinting at. Uh, and it feels more like you're trying to deflect from the problem at hand. I, listen, I'll give you this gift. I hope that you'll enjoy it. I know it's not really your thing, getting <laughs> gifts. But I have one for you if you want it. You can open it. With supply chains becoming more complex you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. I will say that the box that's coming in, that is not for you. The right. The, it, is this a hat box? Uh, yeah. It's a beautiful box. Sort of, yeah. It's something like that. Uh, I got it. I found it at a thrift store. Oh, no and way. I put a bunch of stickers around it. What a great thrift store find. I mean, this would be an enormous hat, I suppose. You, you, one could say. But yeah, there's a zipper on the okay. side. You can Let's open it. Zipper. Uh-oh. I'm terrified. Is a snake going to pop out? Hey, have you had a live animal? No, I would love to. Okay, well, this is a dead animal. This is my <laughs> ferret. Uh, oh, my God. No, There's th- a gorgeous wig in here. Oh, it's caught in oh, the God. zipper. You've got to be careful when you're putting hair near zippers. We all I know. know that. that is tough. Don't worry. Should it's... I pull it? Uh, do you yeah, just rip do? it. You know, it's... I'm I'm sorry, but it is plastic hair. It's not <laughs> this real. This is not real human hair. Um, I apologize to the environment. Um, <laughs> this is a great style too. 
Yes, it is a. Um, I believe I got this this wig at Outfitter Wig. I believe that's how you say it. either Outfitters Wigs or Outfitter Wig. Another place that has headshots all over the walls. Where is it? Uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Okay. Yeah, just gorgeous. <laughs> Maybe the most beautiful place on earth. Yes. It's where you go when you're a Hollywood star. When you're looking for nature. Yes, out in the wilderness. <laughs> Which, okay, I, this is like a joke that I've been saying, but this is actually a true thing that happened to me. I've been saying this on stage, but I was, you know, like you live in other parts of the country, you see leaves on the ground and you're like, it's autumn. I This really happened to me. I was walking on the street and I see garbage all the time on sure. the ground. But mm-hmm. I saw an empty packet of pumpkin-flavored Oreos. And that was my cue. <laughs> That harvest is upon us. <laughs> it's the time of year. I'm wearing a sweater. It's 90 degrees. Uh, so this is a wig. Now, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am a pretty much retired drag queen. Right, right. And I pretty much, for the most part, only wore the same style of wig. I just, okay. I always, I like the, you know, I used to have jobs where you wear a uniform every day. I like that. Right. So it was kind of for me to have the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. People always knew it was me. It was very simple. Right. So I have about 15 of these. 15? Yeah. And it's not that I need to get rid of them to make room for other things <laughs> uh, at all, but... Uh, this is, you know, a very, there's a, a niche crowd of people that'd be very excited to have. I'm thrilled this to have piece, this piece. I'm going to call it this piece here uh, <laughs> is history. I can think of at least one woman that lives in the Oakland area that's currently blocked on Instagram that would die <laughs> if I brought this to her. Um, Do you think she's listening right now? Oh, of course she is. You know who you are. <laughs> uh, so, you know. Happy to welcome a new listener to the podcast. Yeah, well, let's hope it stops at that. Uh, You now have a wig. Now, my my former drag name or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know where I'm at. Yeah, where are you in this? uh, Like, are you occasionally still performing? Or is it like people beg you to do it and you're like, fine. If the, you know, the price is right. Right. If it's, uh, if it's something fun I, I have done it quite a few times post-pandemic, more so for fun. It was my career. It was like five to seven times a week. Wow. It was a lot. That is a lot. I, Honey, I was everywhere around town. I was traveling a bit, you know, pop up here and there on a commercial or whatever. Right. Uh, I worked a lot as a drag queen. And yet, here's the most impressive part. I managed to keep that a complete secret from the drag industry and fans of drag around the world. No one knows about my secret drag career that I did. <laughs> Spent uh, so many hours and dollars and all of my life on. <laughs> How many years? Uh, you know, it's hard to say on and off like eight years or oh. something like that. But I would say the last um, three, four years before the pandemic, it was like a full-time right, job. Right, right. Yeah. But now you're you're kind of wrapping it up. I it's been wrapped up. It's no longer something I'm pursuing mm-hmm. with my life, but it's fun to it's, you know. It now it's more fun. You yeah, know? it's a little it's thing not, you have in your back pocket. It's like, yeah. oh, I want to do this tonight. It's a hobby. It's like going out and well, I don't have any hobbies. What am I talking about? I can't think of a single thing that I would just run out and do. Uh, but like an old skill. I think that like anything, if you're like doing it. Like to pay the bills and stuff. It's 
it loses a little bit of joy. It can. And at least it did for me. And now that I don't do it like that, it it can be fun. I can find more fun in it. I can be more loose and just like, who cares? Uh-huh. <laughs> way yeah. less pressure. Yeah, way less pressure. I also have a room filled with wig heads uh-huh. and... <laughs> flashy, fun, kooky costumes. Right. And uh, no college degree. So I can <laughs> do it. You know, I, it's it's one of the things I have to offer the world. I spent a lot of my damn life <laughs> learning how to do, make it look like I'm singing somebody else's music. <laughs> um, so now I have that skill, you know. And now people will long for it. Now it's become kind of a scarce commodity. Yeah, you'd be surprised how much that's not been the case. <laughs> not yet. But, Roz, it's only been a minute. It's only been a minute. Yeah, you'd be surprised how often I'm like, wow, they just replaced me on that gig without even <laughs> asking if I wanted to come back. They're like, yeah, we've seen her Instagram. There's not much wig going on there anymore. It's a ruthless industry. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of drag queens. It's hard to, yeah, More you know, and more. There's a lot of them. Right. Uh, and even just a few years ago, I felt like I knew every drag queen. And now I'm like, I don't know these people. Do you feel like it's a pretty cutthroat? You want to think that it's drama. And I think it can be. It's just not my personality. I right. didn't really encounter that very much. Okay. I would see it sometimes. But right. I don't know. It's a lot of friendship and sisterhood and all yeah, of that. Yeah, I feel like it could go either direction. Yeah, I'm actually pretty shocked that when I was doing it in LA, like, I never had any problems that I can think of with anyone. Interesting. We were just like, because I think also I would purposely make sure I wasn't doing things that other people were doing. I, I saw a lot of fights that would be like, that's my song. And it's <laughs> right. like, mm, it's no. not your song. <laughs> but okay. just by definition, it's Re- not yours. Yeah. And so like, I wasn't really like doing that. And I would, I would do a lot more like hosting drag shows. Right. Um, so I was more of like a joke teller and that sort of a thing. I was kind of doing my own thing. If you had to say there was a song that was your song, what would it be? Well, I'm a big fan of Panda Express. Oh, sure. And I think one thing that a lot of people, when they do say, oh, I remember you being a drag queen five to seven times a week. <laughs> uh, putting in the work. <laughs> putting in the sweating. <laughs> literally. Uh, sometimes they'll bring up this number I used to do that was um, Madonna's Express Yourself, but it was Panda Express Yourself. Oh, because you know Panda Express, so I'm I'm like vegan for the most part. Right. They just started having Beyond. I've seen the billboards. Chicken. Have you had it? Yes, I have. How is it? Three days in a row <laughs> is how good it is. <laughs> I you can keep me out of there. I just stopped like last week. I was like, we gotta Hit pump the break. Yeah, yes. but I love Panda Express, and I've been away from it for years of now. Of course, it's a very meat heavy menu. I mean, I am not vegan or a vegetarian. Uh, but this Beyond option at Panda Express is the first time I've been like, maybe I'll go to Panda Express because orange chicken for me, the and I think we can all admit the quality of chicken was maybe all over the map. Oh, sure. But it's covered in candy, <laughs> basically. So like, why would it not be delicious? Because you're biting into a piece of candy and you're finding like a chicken neck. It's like... <laughs> yeah, but it's candy. <laughs> like, who cares? It's just like the gooey center. <laughs> You know, like, have you do you ex- inspect every almond and an almond joy? You know, it's 
it's all about the taste. <laughs> Are you a big Almond Joy eater? I love an Almond Joy. But that's milk chocolate. And see, I don't really... Oh, right. That's why I don't say I'm fully vegan or plant-based or ever because I'm... Like, I'm plant-based. Right. I guess, you, like, the way they say based on a true story. <laughs> you know, like, I'm... It's based in that's that. That's a nice place to start from. It it's allows you a little, little freedom. But I'm not... The, the only thing that takes me out is desserts. Oh, of course. Sweets, uh, creams. Would, absolutely my, would be my weakness. Creamy, I wouldn't be able to do any of it. Eclairs. Ice cream. A little bit of ice cream. But now they make the vegan stuff. Back in my day, <laughs> it was so hard to be vegan. It was miserable, and I missed that. Nowadays, it is so easy to just eat garbage. You can turn it on like a, like a light switch. I could go to Panda Express and then get... Ben and Jerry's now and be fully vegan. It was not like that back when it was, you know, just a garden patty and, you know. Or like you go out to dinner with the family and you're getting truly like the side salad with no dressing. Yes. Yeah, the world's come a really long way. Do you know what I was thinking? I was watching this documentary on uh, infinity recently. The concept of infinity. Okay. And I kind of walked away knowing a little bit more and almost knowing nothing new, just because infinity is such a strange concept. But I, the one thing that did click for me while watching it was how gross of a name the Milky Way is. Why is what weird little freak named the Milky Way? Like the, all of the things they could have named it. I, uh, that was the one thing I ended the documentary and I was like, this massive structure. Why did we have to say Milky? It's Milky. It's what do you even describe as milky other than milk? space? Oh well, uh, yeah, and milk, milk, milky. I don't know. Like it's milky. <laughs> it's just, when something's milky, it's milky. No, it's not. Why it's not? Because it's disgusting. Oh, I love it. That's milky. This is coming from someone who eats a cookie and drinks milk every night, and. I don't think like the concept of milk is disgusting, but the word milky to me is... Yeah, it's pretty gross. Really horrifying. Milky. <laughs> but I just... I'm what, Now I'm like, well, I guess it was probably within the last hundred years or so that they named it. Yeah, well, maybe be. like last 200 years. I don't know what space, uh, astronomy history is, but somebody got in there first and it's like... Now, nobody Google this, but could it be that the candy bar came out first? <laughs> <laughs> and somebody was eating because I could see where that could be a little milky. Like there's milk chocolate in that, right? They're eating it. They're like, I have writer's block. I gotta come up with a da- my task was to come up with a name for this. It's like in a movie when someone's like trying to fabricate a lie and they look at whatever's yes. in the room and it's <laughs> George Glass or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Milky Way. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, that's just, uh, that's something I've been, it's been circling my mind and I feel like we just absolutely biffed it as far as naming the Milky Way. Are you a documentary fan? Uh, not so much. I love when I find one that I'm really enjoying, uh-huh. but it can be a frustrating process, especially with a docu-series. Oh, don't get me started. No, I'd like I'd love to get you started. What's I don't going? have to, well, I do have time is the problem. <laughs> but I don't the cliffhanging and the we get it, it's because they want to keep the streams going. Right. But I don't that is just pack it into an hour and a half and let me get the story. Literally, like you watch some of these and it's like, wait, we're not even now we're just talking about somebody's, you know, 
this person that witnessed this thing and then here's their what they spent we do 30 minutes on how they have a garden that they've been working on like this is your <laughs> it's a stretch what was the last one you watched docu series yeah i watched i mean i've watched a lot of those murder ones i'm not a big murder sure person. sure i don't like that stuff that much because it, it it i mean i used to and then just a couple years ago it started to make me a little bit uh actually creeped out and i live alone uh-huh. and i don't just filling your mind with terrifying ideas and absolutely and you know i have this podcast where i talk about ghosts of course all the time so i'm already talking about ghosts and then i got to deal with living horrors uh-huh. i don't i can't it's right. too much you should you should see what like you know you say that your dog kept you up i keep my dog up at night because i'm terrified every little sound i'm like <laughs> who's going it's not gonna be me <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just started watching last night. This isn't a documentary. Uh, what's it? Uh, when a stranger calls for the first time. Uh, Have you ever seen the it? original? The or original. The remake? The, there's a remake. I'm sure it's horrible. I remember it was the early 2000s, and at the time I was into. I haven't rewatched it, but when a stranger calls, that first like short film essentially that happens at the beginning with the uh, oh yeah right right with what's, what's because I think I just uh, Carol, Carol Kane. Kane yeah. I just, uh, I ended right after that. I turned it off to go to bed, but that's so scary. It's terrifying. It, the rest of the movie's not, it's like a different story. Oh, should I just stop watching? Maybe I just completed it No, like I that? mean, it's like the same. It's kind of like Scream. Like there's like the beginning. Oh, right. It's just longer. Uh-huh. And it's, it's like, it's like its own little. It really feels like, oh, Carol Kane's going to be this whole movie and then it's yeah. over. You should keep watching, though. Okay. It's terrifying. I mean, that, and that I'm currently living alone. And now, well, fortunately, I don't have a landline. Don't have the ringing of the phone in the right. middle of the night. Yeah, I don't have What that a nice either. thing to have that removed from our lives. I know. What an absolute luxury. But you know what I've been really into lately is YouTube commercials for, okay, LaCroix burps. <laughs> uh, thanks for giving me this. You also gave it was me a my trick. favorite. I know. It's a sabotage. I can't believe that's your favorite. I don't want to get flavor. off the commercial Black thing. Raspberry. Let's circle back. If but. you looked in my trunk right now, you'd see four cases of this. I live for Black Raspberry LaCroix. I really like it. And everybody I've offered it to has been like, what? What do they want? Coconut? Oh, coconut. We all can Easily agree. my least favorite flavor. No, that's carbonated suntan yes. lotions. <laughs> Wait. Uh, what was I YouTube just telling commercials. You? YouTube commercials for psychic hotlines oh. from like the 90s and 80s. This sounds right up my alley. There's so many of them on YouTube and I love... Do you remember Miss Cleo? Of course, RIP. Yeah. Miss Cleo, but even before Miss Cleo, there's like all of these commercials. <laughs> a lot of celebrity endorsements that were they were doing these. Can you think of any celebrities? Uh, well, Dionne Warwick was oh, doing those. Sure. Yeah, I remember her. She was... Fairly involved with it, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, some of these I'll see, and it'll, you know, it's a bunch of people that'll just be like, they told me that I was going to have a baby. And, like, they told me that my husband was cheating on me or whatever. And then it would just be, like, somebody else that's like, they told me to buy a house. And then it will say their name under it. And I'm like, <laughs> who is that? And I look it up. It's like, oh, they were on, like, a season of a show in 1995. <laughs> and that's, like, why it was, like, that person got their own name on it. <laughs> There's a little bit of that going on. So are these like full, are they like infomercials you're watching? Yeah. Or are they? Uh, not like the extended ones, right. but just like commercials that would probably air late at night. I feel like YouTube is such an untapped resource for me. Like people find interesting things to watch and I just never 
dive into it. But this is exactly what I would watch for hours. Yeah, we should do that. Do psychic hotlines still exist? I don't think so because I would love that job. Oh, yeah. I would be so good at that. (laughs) I have a psychic problem. Uh, I've been to a lot of psychics. I have talked about spending time and money on things. So again, I need... Does Hollywood listen to this podcast? I need a job, okay? I have been to so many psychics. They all tell me the job's coming. Uh, How many... Have you been to one within the last six months? One? (laughs) Oh, I've been to multiple. Are you getting recommendations or are you just paging through the yellow pages and like, I'll try this one? Uh, Recommendations. I mean... I also will end up like in Palm Springs and I walk past a place Mm. that says, you know, $15. Like, I'll do those. Right. But, I mean, if you count tarot readers, oh Mm -hmm. my God. Like, there's a lot of those. Um, Our friend Lizzie Cooperman, great tarot reader. You can book her. She can book her. And I highly endorse Lizzie Cooperman. She's such a good tarot reader. She's a very good tarot Mm -hmm. reader. But also like medium psychics. Yeah. And do you have any psychics that you return to or is it always like one and done? I have a lot of thoughts about psychics, like a lot. Because again, this is like a lot of what I talk about on my podcast. And I, and I invite some of them on sometimes and then they'll give me a reading, which is great. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think that psychics have diff- they have good days. They have bad- We all have good days and bad days right. at work. Sometimes you can tap into it. Sometimes you can't. I think sometimes they just have a stronger connection than others. I don't believe that any psychic is always right 100% of the time. Sure. To me, that would make them like a god or right. something. Like I think that we would all worship these people. Yeah, and- that person would be in control of Earth. They would, absolutely. So to give them the benefit of the doubt, I'm always like, well, I don't think that they're always right. I just right. don't. So um, I think that's a trap that people fall into is just thinking that everything a psychic says is true. Mm-hmm. But I I like to go to them when I'm like, should I move? And then you go to one and they're like, I'm seeing you're moving. And you don't tell them right. you know, ahead of time. And they just like say things like that. Or like, I don't know who to date. And then they're like, well, there's this guy with you know, black hair or whatever, you know, like <laughs> then you might be like, oh, that is that guy I've been looking at on Tinder that I haven't messaged for six months or whatever. <laughs> you know, like there's just things. Right. I, I think it's kind of fun in that way. Yeah. I feel like even if I don't entirely buy into it, I it's like, it is a nice thing to activate my brain. Just like things I've been thinking about to reconsider right. different angles, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's also, it's just, I, I'm always like, just go for the entertainment. Of course. Especially the- when you, like, you can get some for like 15 bucks mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. And then they'll talk about you for like 15 <laughs> minutes. It's great. <laughs> I've never been in uh, one that's like kind of like from a film noir, you know, where you walk into a parlor. Have you been oh, to, yeah. into one of those? Sort of. I've been to, there's a place I've been to where, oh. The oh we've garbage. got the, gar- it's, gar- it's garbage day. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. Everyone welcome to garbage day. I have been to a place where they have like stalls like that almost. This sounds like a convention. Sort of, but it's just like a place all the time. And then it's like, you kind of, 
you pick the one that you want. I don't and then know. you go like behind, is it like, covered by a curtain or anything? Or is I've, it... actually, I've seen a documentary about the bunny ranch. And oh, it was kind of like that. Interesting. Where they were like, right. which one do you want? And then you like go to a room with them. Wow, you should open a bunny ranch style thing for, for psychics, psychics in the Nevada desert. But you could do it anywhere, really. But I feel like there would be some allure there. They're like yeah. mysterious Nevada desert. But it's like they strictly are going to read your palm. Right, and that's exactly. All they're there's, doing with no, your palm. there's nothing else going on with your hands. Yes, that's where it ends. I feel like that could really become some, some sort of Mecca. I don't know, something to consider. I encourage you to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, I want you to do it. Okay. I just want to be an early investor. Um, I also went to Sedona, which oh. is, well, that's Arizona Desert. Right. And I um, went UFO watching there, which I highly recommend to Did people. you spot anything? I, now, I don't know many objects that fly in the sky, but I there were things I could not identify that were <laughs> in the sky that were flying around. And the lady that I paid money to said, those are UFOs. <laughs> what? Yeah. What did they look like? Well, she gave us um, <laughs> night vision goggles. Okay. And you would just see, like, she'd be like, okay, you see what that, like, that's a plane, the way that it's moving, and, like, right. that's a helicopter or whatever. And then there would be things that were, like, basically little dots, mm-hmm. but they would, like, make formations. They would speed up and slow down. Ooh. I have some videos that I could show you. Oh, I would love to it's see It's really them. cool with these night vision goggles. I mean, it was something fun to do. Did she seem surprised that they had come or was like, oh, they're always here? Oh, no. She's like, you'll get your money back. Oh, wow. So there was a guarantee. She's like, they're always here. And she has a relationship with them. She knows them. This feels they like got, a full scam. They have some kind of deal working out up there. I don't know who it is up there that's doing it, but she's <laughs> got a deal. You know, funny enough, I invited her to come on my podcast. She was down. We talked about it. I got her stuff. We we exchanged whatever. I think they took her up there. <laughs> she vanished? Out of thin air. <laughs> Couldn't get a hold of her. Phone calls, emails, text messages. She's up there. <laughs> That's I the only thing so. I can think of. I mean, she's living her dream. I'm jealous. Yeah, she set a goal and she uh, accomplished it. Now, how would you feel about getting abducted? I would love it. Yeah. I honestly would be fine to be abducted by... Well, I mean... But do you I, know what they're going to do to you? Kind of don't care at this point. Yeah, that's how I'm always like, I know what's going on down here. Right, I've gotten a decent picture of Earth. I, I'll take my chances. Right. If that it ends up... milky way. <laughs> take me to that milky way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I would basically be down for whatever aliens have in mind for me at this point. Okay. Uh, what about you? Would you you you'd be fine being abducted? Yeah, I'm like pretty like I'm ready to see another you know location. Right. I just feel like if aliens actually did come, is abduction on the menu for them? Or is it, or I feel like if they come, they're just going to land and be like, what's going on? Like stealing People some random. Say they've been abducted. Yes, that's true. And I might know someone that is currently abducted. That's also very true. <laughs> when she gets back in touch with you, she has to be on the podcast. She's gonna have so many missed calls from me, <laughs> and I guarantee—I bet she has an answer machine. She's gonna press the button, and she's gonna be like, "Oh shit!" Like she's just been a, on a really long vacation. I, she's yeah. I, I bet you it's great up there. I don't know. <laughs> Do you really believe aliens have visited Earth? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think that they're way smarter than us. Yes. Um, I don't know where they live. 
That's right. my thing. Sure. I have no clue where they live. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes that they live in the ocean. Oh, a possibility. Because um, what's going on down there? It gets real deep. But yeah, I, I'm always just like, I believe anything's possible. Yeah, I like. I feel like it's a coin toss for me. I believe there are aliens, certainly. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if they've come, why the big secret? When when do we, you know, pull the cover off? It's like you came this far and you're still kind right. of dashing from shadow to shadow or whatever. I think that, honestly, I've heard so many stories where they talk about like, there's this amazing story in Africa in the uh, 90s. This little, this school of little children, and they claim that they saw UFOs land on their playground, like, on the outskirts of their playground. Right. And came out of the craft, talked to the kids. And I came out of the craft? The craft. Oh, I thought you were referring to UFOs as craft. This is what we talk about in the UFO community. I've met one woman that runs a UFO tour, and now I say craft. Um, they came out of the UFO. Okay, right, right. And they, a lot of people talk about they telecommunicate. Oh, interesting. And they were telling all these kids, take care of the planet. You're the future. Tell everyone about taking care of this planet. And so I think that, and there's been a lot of stories like that, where right. allegedly they say, take care of the planet. What are you guys doing? Because they can see up above. So... That's why I think that they're kind of like, we don't want to be here any longer than we have to be. We're just trying to help you guys out. But I feel like that's a horrible plan to show up and ask children to take care of, our, like, show up at the White House. Well, Somebody like, with you're, some power. Well, because the children were 90s kids. And so they were probably like, you guys, it's going to be 150 degrees when you're in your 80s. Uh-huh. So you guys need to take care of it. Do you remember the big push about littering in the 80s and 90s? Yeah. Don't be a litter bug. Sure, yeah. Kind of feels like that fell by the wayside and no one cares about littering anymore. Didn't work. Well, I told I saw pumpkin flavored right. Oreos on There's the ground. There's garbage everywhere. I know. But it, that still feels to me like a pressing issue. The, now, this is a conspiracy theory podcast, right? Because <laughs> I did start this by with my theory about the gifts and you say you don't want them. And now we're getting into... Where did the littering campaign go? Littering, aliens, are they among <laughs> us? <laughs> It's October, this, and it's you. So I feel like these things are going to... This is what I talk about. Right. This, this is a large part of your life at this point. Me with, yeah, psychics, aliens, ghosts, mm-hmm. like what I do. Garbage on the side of the road. This is, it's October. This is my time. <laughs> right. Are you doing anything for Halloween? Not really. Nobody does anything for Halloween anymore. I've played dress-up so much right. in my life. And, you know, it's it's really is Halloween all the time for me. Mm-hmm. It's fun because this is when people catch up with, like, on my pace. Right. Can you speak know? your language for a minute. Yeah, yeah. And it's also, you see a lot of people try and drag for the first time. Right, it's right. It's kind of fun to sit back and watch everyone else, like, you know. You're kind of a seasoned costume wearer at this point. So you can kind of just yeah. critique. Yeah, I try not to be too critical, though. Sure. You know, I just let everyone, oh, enjoy, enjoy, <laughs> you know, pretending to be me for a month. Right. Yeah. Good luck. Good, Good luck. luck well, I have this wig now. Well, and that's why I thought it would be a fun thing for Halloween. Right. This is exactly what I need lying around the house. Well, I wouldn't let it lie <laughs> around the house. <laughs> I'll throw it on the bathroom floor. It's not and a Roomba. <laughs> um, but uh, now I do strike you as a hygienic person. I, 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 this hasn't been on my head in a couple of years, but you know, 
maybe a little Lysol maybe spray shake on the it inside. out a little bit or something. Oh yeah, it might be a little dusty, but it looks pristine to me. For something I probably that's... wore it a hundred times. Wow. Yeah, I I would wear those a lot, and it was because of um, the woman that would style them. She was doing some kind of magic on them. Oh sure. I mean, yeah. yeah what do you think? Is this like a shellac or something that's holding it? Well, they do the teasing underneath and then they, you know, smooth it all over on the top. And then I, I believe what she would do was thin layers of um, Aquanet. Oh. It, you know, spaced God out. Bless. Let it dry, come back to it. Um, and that thing was not going anywhere. Right. Yeah. So I mean, got- it's essentially like a, a hat or a helmet. <laughs> It's it really is like kind of it holds perfect still except for like these couple of ringlets in the front. Yeah, just to make it seem like it's fun. got a little bit of movement to right. it. Yeah. So you still have fourteen of them at home though. Oh, that's yeah. Conservatively, I have so many wigs and wig heads, and and they're all the same color because that's my this right. is this is my natural hair color, right. which is black. So yeah, they're all just staring at me. <laughs> Like, what are you going to do with us? <laughs> so, you know, I thought it would be a nice gift. It's um, a perfect gift. I thought it would be a nice gift. <laughs> um, but it can lay, lay around your house, you know. No, this is going to be protected. This is, I mean, I every few months or so, I'm like, I wish I had, I mean, first of all, the space for it, but just disguises. Not costumes, but disguises. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to just have like, a little thing you can put on for the day where you're somebody else and you can just go out into the world in disguise. Yeah, I will say that when... Now, this doesn't look as big, but when it's on your head, it'll give you about a foot. It'll make it feel like your head's a foot bigger. Not, It's not good for blending in. <laughs> but I, I feel like if I put that on, people are going to have no idea who I am. Yeah, they might not. There'll be at least enough confusion for me to get away. Yeah. Okay, I love it. I think we should play a game. Okay. Do you want to play a game called Gift or a Curse or a game called Gift Master? Gift or a Curse. Okay. I need a number between one and ten from you. Can I do ten? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. I guess it's, I did say between. I've never considered that, but you're pretty Has up nobody a good ever point. done ten? I don't think anyone's ever done ten. <laughs> I'm unique. <laughs> um, I have to do some light calculating to get our game pieces. So right now you have the mic to promote, recommend, do whatever you want. I'll oh. be right back. Um, well, I got my podcast called Ghosted by Roz Hernandez. And I talk to comedians and um, some experts in the paranormal world, people from like ghost hunting TV shows. And uh, lately, I've just been talking to a lot of comedians and we talk about ghosts and aliens and psychics and Bigfoot and all that kind of stuff. And it's it's spooky, but I I think that it's also fun and funny and I've been doing it for like four years. So if you go back, ghost stories don't really have a shelf life. So you could you could literally just go through the entire catalog and be like, oh, I know that person. I'll click on that one. And I would say definitely the further back you go, the more scary ones you'll find because it used to be a lot of people bringing in their own ghost stories and those can be terrifying. So check that out. A lot of listeners uh, might enjoy some of the celebrities and and people that have been on this podcast. I looked at some, we've had some some mutual crossover. Yeah. It's a very good podcast. Thank you. I was rock climbing 
recently, and I uh-huh. I usually don't listen to anything, but I decided, oh, I'll listen to Roz's podcast. I listened to the Lizzie Cooperman episode, mm. and this I know this sounds like some corny thing to be put on the movie poster or whatever, but I almost I was laughing so much I almost fell off the wall. Really? Yes. <laughs> Oh, wow. You were talking about Robert the Doll, and then Lizzie had all kinds of things to talk about, but I, yes. it's such a fun podcast. Thank you. So the you. listeners should absolutely listen to Who Doesn't Love a Ghost Story? Yeah, I, I, I think that even if you don't believe in that stuff, it's, it's just like fun. I have on fun people. Fun, spooky time, and yeah, good guests. And like over the years, like I've, I've gotten to have like Elvira, Mistress uh, of the Dark. Well, I mean, Cassandra Peterson. She's um, incredible. And just like, I don't know, so many like really cool people that like I want to hear about the ghost in their house. Of course. Of yeah. course. Okay. Well, you've done an excellent job recommending. Everyone uh, go listen to Roz's podcast. All right. We're going to play Gift to Our Curse. Yes, I'm done with all my plugs. <laughs> That's it for you. Don't try another thing or I, I will end the podcast. Uh, we're playing Gift or a Curse. I'm going to name three things. Okay. You're going to tell me if they're a gift or a curse and okay. why. Okay. And then I'll tell you if you're uh, right or wrong because there are objectively correct answers. Okay. Number one, these are all listener suggestions. This first one is from someone named Carrie. Gift or a curse. And this seems like someone in Carrie's life. Uh when your friend vacations in Italy and captions their Instagram photos in Italian, gift or a curse? I think it's a gift. Why? When in Rome. <laughs> right? When in Rome, baby. You got it. I think that's definitely a gift. I mean, what an obnoxious thing to do. This person is... I mean, the, first of all, just posting, obviously, probably a gratuitous amount of photos of their big vacation. Mm-hmm. Let them have it. Let them have it. Let them have their little annoying moment Let in them Italy. Deal with it when they get back here. Yeah, and think of the regret they're going to feel in ten years of like. Remember when I used to post mm-hmm. in Italian? Oh yeah. They may not even speak Italian, so these may be bad translations that real Italians are looking at. And I think that this is a gift to everybody involved. It also gives you something to just kind of you call your mutual friend and say, "Did you see what Sam was doing? This mm-hmm. he's in Italy." Uh, Let's give them something to yes, talk please. about. I mean, I'm kind of guilty of going some places and like, oh, I'm in Florida and like now I'm going to like get some kind of shirt that says <laughs> I'm in Florida. Like, I don't know. Like, I do that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then you forget like, oh, I have to like own this shirt now. <laughs> well, the souvenir, I feel like, is a little bit different. I feel like... Guess... <laughs> I don't know. I cuz when I go to Michigan I I really get the accent. Oh, what back. is the Michigan accent? Is it Wisconsinian? Yeah, it's like kind of that. It's hard like O's that. and I feel like the most extreme version of that kind of accent would be like Sarah Palin or whatever. Oh, but that's right. like the most extreme. Right. Um I mean obviously she's not from Michigan but like if you didn't know any better, like it, it's kind of, I think if someone was like, I'm going to do a comedy sketch in Michigan, we're going to talk like, the, uh, mm-hmm. I can't do, I, I have really bad accents. That was, <laughs> cut that. Annalise, erase you're, that You're footage. begging for jobs. Erase that <laughs> You will never be hired as a Michigan native. Damn it. In my series, Michiganders. That's what they're called, right? They are, yeah. It's a good name, at least. Yeah. Uh, it is interesting that Sarah Palin, I guess it's like Canada and the, uh, North Midwest all kind of got that. And then I guess it migrated to Alaska or something. Yeah, and I'm sure if you talk to the right 
person, they'd say, no, there's these differences. Right. And, and yeah, of course there is. I'm not trying to lump everyone in the same accent. But they 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 share a DNA. Yeah. Certain DNA. Well, you got the first one right. Uh, definitely a gift. Uh, this next one is another listener suggestion. Alexandria, she wrote in all caps, Workplace Secret Santa, gift or a curse. Workplace Secret Santa. We do now, have the holidays coming up. I always up, get so. a little confused about what Secret Santa is. This is the thing where everybody drops their name in a hat or whatever. Or I'm sure there's an online randomizer at this point. Everybody pulls a name, then you keep it a secret and get that person a gift. And then the rules always become extremely murky. If there's a game that has to be played, if anyone gets revealed or you don't reveal... But that's basically the gist of Secret Santa. But isn't there also a version where it's like, we all buy a gift that the limit is $50 mm-hmm. and then and then we choose who it's for? Like, So it's not so specific for the person? This feels like a different thing. Okay. This feels like, that feels like a better version of a white elephant gift exchange. Okay. And a white elephant is where you just buy garbage and everybody gets has to take home garbage. Okay. But this, I think you there is usually a money limit just to avoid hurt feelings. Okay. But you basically go out and buy somebody, a random coworker, a gift. What's Bad Santa? Bad Santa. Is that a game? I think that's something else. I feel like it's a movie. I think it's a movie. It's a Billy Bob Thornton film. Billy Bob Thornton. Okay. <laughs> so Secret Santa, Bad Santa. So, yes. Well, it's interesting there hasn't been a Secret Santa movie. That feels like it's right there for Hollywood to Uh-oh. come up with an idea. Could be your next move. <laughs> <laughs> writing a Christmas movie. Maybe Secret I'll do Santa. it. He's a Santa that nobody ever like quite finds out as Santa. That and he's underappreciated. And- that 100%. There's a lot of movies, I feel, that are like, Chris, wait a minute. Why is Chris busy on the 25th? Why wasn't he... Where, he, where does he go? He doesn't have any family. Like That's like every Christmas. Isn't that every Christmas movie? That probably Isn't that is. what Miracle on 34th Street is? That, no, because that movie, he's Santa Claus at the mall or whatever. Oh, so he's telling people, I am Santa. Yeah, but I think also kind of with like a wink. He's kind of confusing people and manipulating them in a weird way. And then he, I think he ultimately is Santa Claus. Okay. And then we wonder, why was he ever at the mall in the first place? Okay. Doesn't he have anything else going on? But yeah, I guess you make a good point. I feel like there are a lot of those Hallmark films are usually like the woman's like, I'm dating this great guy named Chris or whatever. And then it turns out, whatever. So, but back to the game. Do you think this sort of thing is a gift or a curse? Wait a second. You told me that you eat milk and cookies every night. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really coming in with these conspiracy theories. Reddit, do your thing. Get digging. <laughs> we got to figure out what Bridger does. You have green pants on. That's a little Christmassy. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not... Uh, I am uh, eternal. That's my other... Uh, ageless. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Am I Santa Claus? Again, leave it up to the Redditors. All right. <laughs> So the question, Secret Santa. Um, I'm gonna say no, it's not a good thing. Wait, it's a curse. You think it's a curse. It's a curse. You're right. It's a, such Thank a huge you. inconvenience for everyone. It's 
I don't know. I'm not a gift person. I'm also not a gift person. I'm a gift person when I want to give the gift to a particular person. Okay. Not my random coworker that there's a chance I don't like. Especially, it's like a lot of times you have other people you're trying to get gifts for. And it's like, I have to do this. That time of year, you're buying your family all of these gifts and suddenly you have to, you're spending $50 on whoever. My friends know that I, I'm like, we don't, ha- you don't have to get me a gift. Mm-hmm. There's just, there are too many people in everyone's lives that kind of do require a gift. Mm-hmm. That like, you, you want as many people being like, don't, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I worked at job. The interesting thing is when I say don't bring gifts, nobody brings me gifts. <laughs> just something I've noticed. Something I've noticed. <laughs> Very interesting. But yeah, definitely a curse. I worked a job a few years ago that had the workplace secret Santa. Which at least the theory is you don't have to buy everybody a gift in the office. But then for some reason, we still had to buy everyone else a gift as well. So then it just became the most uh, complicated, uh, money-draining nightmare you could possibly imagine. I mean, that's such a crazy thing. Like, hey, we know you want to buy everyone a gift, but we want to make this easier for you guys. How about (laughs) you just buy one person a gift? The co-workers should not be giving each other gifts any time of the year. No. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, so you've gotten uh, one out of two. So No. Two out of two. I think you've gotten two. I'm trying to cheat you. I know what Um, I've done. you're, You're keeping me honest. Okay, number three, gift or a curse from someone named Jade, open toe boots. Okay, now what kind of boots are we talking here? I mean, the only details Jade has provided are that they're boots and that the toe is revealed. Well, boots can be a lot of different things. They could be black with white trim. <laughs> Just for starters. That could be one type of boots. Um, but open-toed boots. I mean, I'm going to like thigh highs with like the toes peeking out. I don't like open-toed things because I can't get... Uh, pedicures because I'm so ticklish. Oh. And so these things are covered up. <laughs> We're not letting... If I'm wearing a boot and my thigh or my knee or my ankles are going to be sweating, we're all sweating. <laughs> I'm not going to have the toes peeking out. So I'm going to say it's a no on the open-toed boot. You think that's a curse? A curse, yes. Yeah, sorry. Uh, look, you're checking my work. I'm checking yours. Wrong. I think that there... I mean, I I don't know that I've ever even seen one, to be honest, but I love this visual I now have in my mind of this kind of dramatic black boot that's, you know, thigh high. You're following it all the way down, and then suddenly you're greeted by toes. Santa Claus in an open toe boot? Picture Mm. it. (laughs) Who are your sources on these answers? Uh, Just basic science. Math. Uh... That's essentially the two sources I turn to when I'm looking for the correct answer. And what kind of scientists and doctors... Roz, I know you're feeling a little sore about not getting an A-plus here, but there's no reason to try to, you know, shake the foundations of the game. Okay. You got two out of three. Some people get zero. Yeah. And it's so gross and so shameful. Those guests do not get asked back. Mm. Two out of three, it's considered. So... Just uh, keep that in mind. This is the final segment of the podcast. It's called I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Okay. They have problems, usually about gifts or, you know, social situations, this kind of thing. Will you help okay. me answer a question? I'll do my best. Okay. I think 
Let's just get into it here. This says, Dear Bridger and Exquisite Guest. Very nice. Oh, how they knew it was exquisite. Uh, they knew. They knew. This is a psychic element. Uh, my husband and I did not get his mother. His mother's husband. The birds, the parrots are absolutely squawking. Oh, my God. God are those bless. actually parrots? Yes. Are you not familiar with the parrots? Yeah, I think I've heard about that, that there's parrots in L.A. They're all over the place this year. I don't know what's uh, driving them, but they're screaming constantly. They're gorgeous. Yeah, they have orange feathers? They're or? green with a little red or orange on them. Oh, I don't know what I was looking at then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's great. I love that. Back into the thing. My husband and I did not get his mother's husband a gift for his birthday. So not only are we in the proverbial doghouse for missing his birthday, we now need to remedy this with a belated gift, but we could also use some advice on what to get him. For context, my mother-in-law's birthday boy is... Birthday boy hubs. Okay, I don't... Listen, uh, Christina, I don't like the, the wording there, but we're going to move on. Birthday boy hubs is 70 plus years old, has only been a part of our lives for less than two years, which is our excuse for why we didn't even realize it was his birthday, and he works as an Amish hauler. This is a common side hustle where he and my mother-in-law live in rural Pennsylvania. Essentially, he's an Uber for Amish people, driving them places they can't uh, get by horse and buggy alone in his 16-seater van, like hospitals and other places. Wow. In this is fascinating. Uh, like hospitals and other places in the big city of Pittsburgh or Cleveland, destinations they need to get to. On highways like weddings in other states. Uh, it's starting to feel like Christina just wrote in to tell me what an Amish hauler is. <laughs> and that's fine because that is an interesting thing. We need to know how the Amish are being hauled. Uh, other than that, we know that this gentleman is into Googling things, enjoys country music, collects uh, loose change to give his, to his grandkids, and he gets on our nerves sometimes. Any advice on what to give him belatedly with all of this information? Thanks in advance, and keep up the good work helping those of us who have not been blessed with your gifting skills. That's from Christina. Were you familiar with the Amish Haller situation? Uh, no, I'm not familiar with Things we Amish learn, haulers. even as we age. Fascinating. Yeah, no, I'm glad I know about that now. So this man, 70-plus years old, walked uh -huh. into their mother's life two years ago. Uh-huh. It sounds like they kind of like him, although uh -huh. he drives him insane and he's into Googling things. Not, uh, I mean, and that's as specific as Christina could get. He also collects change for children. Yeah, what's he Googling? Yeah, what is this man Googling? Because that could really give us some directions to go. Right. I mean, we do know he owns a 16-passenger van that he's uh, driving the Amish around in. That's impressive. So is that something that they could get him a gift for? Is there some sort of little thing to fancy up the van, like party lights? Or is there like... Oh, yeah. A Dice. CD holder. A CD holder. On his visor. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you have anything, little fancy things in your car that make driving more pleasant? Um, I have a little crack in my windshield. <laughs> <laughs> sort of gives it character. How long has it been there? We're going to say just like just the other day, I noticed it. Um, it's just in the corner. It's not a hazard, but I do need to get it fixed. Right. So I have that. So he could possibly... Oh, I've got four boxes of LaCroix in my trunk. <laughs> are those there on their way to your home or are they there for emergency situations? Both. Okay. <laughs> Which, I mean, that is an emergency situation. I like to drink things all right. the time. You're staying hydrated. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like that. I like the bubbles. I like the drinking. So, oh, 
have a lukewarm LaCroix <laughs> blackberry or what is it? Black raspberry. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever had a uh, LaCroix that wasn't cold. Interesting. It's a different experience. I can only imagine it's what's happening. for happened. the hardcore. <laughs> yeah, gotta have it. It's been rolling around crowd. in your trunk for four days. Oh, yeah. You gotta be careful. But it's refreshing, you know. It, it's still a liquid. Sprays you flavor. Um, okay, what do we get this person? Um, I mean, truly, why not get him a bunch of LaCroix boxes to put in the back of the van for the Amish? They would something love that. that. Right. A I don't know refresher? if they're allowed. I don't know. That's where we start to get into some territory we're not familiar with. I th- right. imagine the Amish are able to open a soda can. Yeah, you, I think so. That feels, uh, I mean, I don't want to speak for the Amish community, but that feels fully analog. Uh, yeah, they could, I don't know. I'm sure that they would love a blackberry flavored LaCroix. Right. And if you've made the move as an Amish person to hop in a van and now you're turning down a can of bubbly water, I don't right. know what, what your value system is. I feel like it's a little all, all over the place. Right. Doesn't, didn't Weird Al have an Amish? Amish song. Paradise. Amish Paradise, the Coolio. Yeah, Coolio, R.I.P. that CD. <laughs> it's the, the, I know the album. I bought it in fourth grade, Bad Hair Day. Yes. Okay. So that's, uh, get that, <laughs> head over to your local uh, Sam Camelot Getty. Music. Yes. Yeah. Pick up the Weird Al Bad Hair Day. Uh-huh. Get a CD holder for his visor. Yes. And then load up on some Black Raspberry LaCroix. These Amish people are going to, they won't know what hit them. That's going to be a party bus. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, that's no longer just an Amish hauler. No. It's, it's I don't an know experience. What, it's an Amish Just, experience. you know, like sometimes you get into a Lyft or an Uber and they're like, oh, I'm like, I got snacks and, you know, all of that. That's lovely. Do you, when you do that, do you uh, partake of what they've provided? No. I never do. I always, I'm always like, you didn't have to do this for me. Yeah, no, I don't do that. I would sit next to your dirty laundry. I don't really care about the experience of being mm-hmm. in here as long as it's like relatively safe. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't partake in that sort of thing. Cause I, I also am like really scared about just like eating something that's <laughs> poisoned or something. From a stranger. Yeah, literally like here's some candy. And you're literally in the back of their you're car. Already in you're their already car. trapped. Yeah. Yeah, that feels wrong to me. I mean, it feels like it's either that or... I mean, I will use the charger if they provide a charger on occasion. Sure. But I try to be as responsible as possible with my phone battery, especially if I'm in a foreign city or something like this. But and I don't believe Amish people have phones. Yeah, so. they, they don't, you don't have to worry about that. But you have some nice drinks, a little cooler of ice, uh, Weird Al on the radio. And I feel like the numbers are going to go through the roof. I mean, he's going to be the premier rural Pennsylvania Amish hauler. But we want him to have a good time because it's, you know, it's his gift <laughs> after all. Right. We want him to enjoy the experience. Who doesn't love Weird Al? Right. Weird Al's terrific. And who knows, he might have just been driving in silence this entire time. Mm. I wonder if the Amish are like, if they get in and music's playing, they're like, turn that off. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, but if I was in charge of the van, I'd say, I'm sorry, I'm not getting on the road until some music's playing. So you can deal with it or you can find another van. Ooh, so, that's cold. <laughs> that is cold. But I think that this is a, a nice, affordable gift for whatever this guy is, the 
boyfriend of mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, it feels thoughtful and perfect. Yeah. And the I Amish like benefit. That. Yeah. Everybody wins in this situation. I think we, I mean, this feels like a very thoughtful gift from both of us. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about gift cards? I like gift cards. Do I you actually like them? do too. I always feel, I know there's a, a group of, of people in this world that are just like, that's not thoughtful. But I'm like, I think it's great. I th- I feel like there was this period when it was almost like, you know, when there was the time where people were like, oh, I don't own a TV. It's kind of that same attitude of like, oh, it's not thoughtful mm-hmm. enough. It's like, yes, it is. It's, it's a gift. I can use it. It's, I, I will gladly take a gift card. I mean, I, right. my, my mental state with a gift card is out of control. Mm-hmm. I value it more than money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it becomes kind of this burden that I carry with me for months to years before I actually spend it. Yeah. But I love a gift card. I know. I found a Whole Foods gift card that somebody gave me for Christmas three years ago or something. I don't go to Whole Foods, but I went to Whole Foods. Now you are, of course. Oh, it was great. It's a little surprise treat. Yeah. To find an unused gift card that you forgot about. Oh, that's a little piece of heaven. (laughs) That's a little mini sweepstakes you just won with doing nothing. Mm -hmm. I love it. No, I think that, uh, and I do think, I think most people are coming around on gift cards. We've got a, I don't know. I'll take cash. I'll take whatever you give me. I don't care. so much drama. I know. I I can't tell you how many times I've dealt with, can you believe what they got me? <laughs> like, it's so stupid. Bottom line, they got you something. You know Shut the up. worst? I don't know if you ever had this, but when somebody's like, oh, I'm going to go out to dinner, invite all my friends, and the dinner is like $150 a person or whatever. <laughs> like, that's like, What? I've never, and uh, like, they, you're basically like your friend invites you, and then you're tricked into spending $150 on a dinner that you were like, sure. Yeah, I feel, I think this happened to me one time when I was like 19. <laughs> and it's just stayed with and you, I of course. I think it was $50, but it Still, felt like 150 At that age? And that was not, I did not like that. Did you go into the dinner expecting they were going to pay for it? No, I was just like, oh, we're going because this is like to support. And then I got there and I was like, this is expensive. You've got to consider everybody's budget when you're picking the restaurant. Yeah. It's only fair. Pick a nice middle of the road restaurant just so, to make sure everyone's comfortable. Yeah. You need to dine in luxury with 15 of your friends. And Express is beyond <laughs> orange chicken now. I think it's like seven bucks. There's no way it's only $7. Maybe it's they've gone up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I feel like any meal at this point is at least 10 to $12. God, you're right. The world. Oh, my God. Roz, I am thrilled, beyond thrilled to have this wig. Oh. I'm so happy you brought it. And what a and uh, to be the target of this blocked Instagram follower, <laughs> God knows what, what turn my life is going to take, but that's fine. Uh, it's mine now, and I'm going to cherish it. Oh, good. I mean, this is a... This is a wig that may or may not have had mimosas spilled on it <laughs> at a drag brunch. I don't know what what you're going to find in that thing. Okay, well, uh, maybe I'll put it on now and we'll take a picture. Oh, I would love that. We'll share that to Instagram. Wait, can I tell to... you a story real quick? Yeah, of course. One time I was doing a drag show and there was a table, like a foldable table, just like your typical foldable table. And I had, it might have been this one. I don't know. I had two wigs on wig heads at the end of it. And then on the other end were pictures of mimosas for all the drag queens Uh at drag brunch backstage. And whoever put the table up didn't lock it in place. The legs went in on the side where my 
wigs were. And so it went down and all of the mimosas spilled on top of my wigs. Oh my. So then I had to shake out my wigs and get right. the pulp out. I went out there to do a drag brunch and a server had a, a serving tray with a little ramekin of ketchup that spill, fell off, splattered all over my clothes. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Did, uh, did you have a good show? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it's something to talk about once it. again. I miss it. Take me back. I wanna, I'm going to briefly smell the wig and see if we can... Oh, no! It probably smells like perfume. It smells like perfume or hairspray. Or, yeah, hairspray. It doesn't smell like rotting orange juice Don't or anything. It doesn't smell the inside. That's no, the No, that feels like a uh, bridge too far. Yeah. I won't be smelling the inside. And that the, what that smells like on the inside is only your business, and it'll continue to be your, your business. your problem now? <laughs> so it's your little secret that I'll keep forever. <sighs> well, thank you for being here. Thank you. And listener, this is the end of the podcast. Uh, you know, it's the middle of the day and mosquitoes are biting me, which I'm not thrilled about. It's October and it's 84 degrees and I'm being chewed up by mosquitoes. I don't know what's happening. I'll leave you with that little piece of information. I hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, these mosquito bites are really starting to itch. I'll talk to you soon. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by John Bradley. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? I invited you here I thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home You gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts Your presence is presence enough And I already had too much stuff So how do you dare disobey? Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!